Hello and welcome to Pool Boys Recommend, a comedy podcast where three windy boys. Mm, that's right. Is that a yep. breeze or is it the Pool Boys? You'll never know. <laughs> it's the Pool Breeze. Oy. Ride the wave. We recommend things to each other, we do it, and then we review it. My name is Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And we are your certified pool boys. We're back with uh-huh. a new bundle of recommendations. But first, it's time to rate and review last week's recommendations. And this week, we're going to start with Chris. Mm-hmm. So last week, Chris, I uh, dropped around to your house. I, I popped them in your letterbox. <laughs> I put some um, <clears throat> some fake nails in there. And I asked you to wear them for 48 hours and see how you went. Uh-huh. What came of it? This sucked. <laughs> this sucked. I hated this so much. Oh, so man. much. No, no one would expect to see you wearing fake nails. Absolutely as well. so not. Need... No. That's actually a great point because like I'm not um I'm not like sort of metrosexual enough to pull it off, but I'm also not like yeah. uh blokey enough that it's like obviously uh no way. Know, I've lost a bet or something like that. It's like Yeah, yeah. people just assume that you're like super into Coke. Exactly. <laughs> Just going for the full five-finger dip yeah. every time. Yeah, you need, you need all ten fingers to get that That's proper right. buzz. <laughs> um, listen, this was by far the worst one I've had to do. <laughs> oh, savage. Wow. Okay. Far I, and beyond. I far thought it'd be beyond. bad, but I wasn't expecting that. You've been figuratively and literally dealt a really rough hand. <laughs> uh, that is... that is. Well, I mean, it wasn't a rough hand. It was actually quite a pretty hand, to be honest. But, uh, yeah. It didn't yeah. feel like mine. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um, so, um, my beautiful girlfriend Bella helped me put them on uh, for yep. me on, on Saturday at midday. Right. So, okay, uh, yeah. recording this Tuesday. So Saturday midday, we helped me put them on. Yep. My plan was originally to put them on earlier, but mm. during the week, I was like, I had to like present to a few schools and stuff for my job, and um, okay. <laughs> I thought this strange man with fake nails just talking to these kids <laughs> would just freak him out. This wasn't a good move. Yeah. Uh, and then Saturday morning, I was hosting an event for uh, the army. What? Uh, and oh, just, okay. Which right. is like top 10 worst people to talk Some to. Some of you have died for my right to do this. So. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt... I to potentially make money from doing a podcast and be doing this dumb shit. Yeah. It just felt a bit much, to be honest. Um, right. Yeah. Fair enough. So I did it as soon as possible after all that stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep. Now, look. Yep. I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to yuck anyone's yums. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if there's something, if there's something that makes someone feel better or feel mm. beautiful or feel good, I think that's great and I fully support yeah. anyone in doing that. Yep. That being said, I don't know why anyone would do this to themselves ever. <laughs> I do not get it. I, instantly, I felt like Edward Scissorhands. Like right. as okay. soon as they were on, I just felt like I couldn't touch anything and I was just like clumsy and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't right. do a single thing. Like you don't realise how often you use your fingertips until yes. you lose all the use of them. Did you put on all 10 or did you do a full hand? Uh, all 10. All 10. Oh, yeah, good, great good, commitment. Good. Well, so you yeah, had to, you know? You there are some people who exist with nails on permanently. Yes. Like they feel weird without. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And like, mm. you don't really think mm. about mm. those people that much. Like, like... I, I, I had never realised that... You hear that? No one's thinking about you. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> no, I meant like you, you, don't, you don't think how the world is not designed for fake nailed people, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The, the world yeah. is designed for, with fingertips in mind. And are, you, yes. are you suggesting that this should be a new accessibility category? 
that people should be <laughs> designing buildings around and stuff. Kind of, kind of. Like, I really, really struggled with them. Like, and you know how you, you see these people around with the fake nails and they sort of like, like hold their hands in a particular yeah, yeah, yeah. way? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, with these massively yeah. long nails, like they're like they're like a weapon. Yeah, just straight out. Yeah, yeah as if they're going to strangle someone. Kind of. And I always sort of thought that was to like protect the nails and maintain the shine and stuff. <laughs> no, no. It's because when you bump them on anything, it feels like someone is using pliers to rip your fingernails oh. out of your fingers. Oh. <laughs> it's oh, so no. painful. I never realised oh. how painful it is. And I, I'm I'm sure that I would have gotten used to it. And I'm sure many people are used to it, but it's this this constant dull pain. Yeah, you know, oh, man. <laughs> and there's just like no way to have your fingers in like a comfortable position. Wow. <laughs> and I, like I know mine were like pretty cheap and pretty yes. pretty bad, but I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that really made much of a difference on the pain factor. Yeah. I once I remember I was I went to a party once when I was in uni and I got a full left hand full of them. Oh. oh, really? Like long, yeah, yeah, like an inch long, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Pretty, pretty goddamn long. But it gave me a new understanding of why I suck so bad at the claw <laughs> game. Because I'm trying to pick yeah. up toys in this thing, and there's this whole ed- ed- extra element where I'm trying to do it from like a you know <laughs> oh, a standing right. position, you know. But then, like, even if it's on the end of my own hand, I can't pick up an apple or anything like that or type on my phone. Yeah. You know, I never stood a chance. Yeah. So what you're saying is when you've got fake nails, you've got to pay $2 to pick anything up and you may or may not get it. <laughs> you may or kind may of. not. And then and then your hand retracts to the starting position and won't move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can agree with that. So this brings me to a bit of a confession. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did. So I put the nails on Saturday midday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I woke up Sunday morning. At 5.30am Yeah uh, Earlier than I would usually get up Yep Yep. Uh, And I felt quite strange Um, Oh As as you want to do Have you been taking ginkgo biloba? (laughs) uh, No Maybe that was the issue I was So I was was quite um, Just upset And worked up About little things That wouldn't usually Affect me that much oh, okay. uh-huh. And yeah. I was just sort of um, Sure, yeah uh, Just a bit more edgy yeah. on, on edge, you know Yeah. On edge, I was I was feeling quite claustrophobic uh, And trapped Yeah Ooh. Uh, A bit of shortness of breath Ooh. And oh. a general sense of panic Oh Wow um, I So my thought was just I'll just try and get back to sleep And calm down And not worry about it Yeah But my fingers were just like aching Ooh. And like I couldn't oh. get into a comfortable position and I couldn't get to sleep oh God. just because I couldn't get these fingers anywhere and put them anywhere to like... In a way that didn't suck. Yeah, that didn't just like feel like I was oh. pulling my fingernails off. And I couldn't get to sleep and everything I was feeling was just escalating more and more and more. Yeah. And even like things I would usually do or use to calm down and take my mind off yeah. things I couldn't do. Like it's just like playing a game on my phone or browsing the internet yeah. or something. I mean, playing a game on your phone, not an option. No, because... I, not an option. No, no well, not the, not the games I play anyway, like a Sudoku or something, yeah. because I'm just like, you can't tap with your nail and like, it's just... Because you can't do it properly like you should normally be able to do. So it just made me sort of more uneasy and more anxious oh, and God, just right. waking me up more and more and more. Uh, and I just I had to take them off. off. I just had to fucking yep. take, to them, take off. them off. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, um, I'm, I'm sorry I caused that to, to happen to you. No, 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 no. Um, well, I mean, that's, that's, that is the other thing we should probably address. I think, because uh, I was talking to Dave throughout the week and saying that one thing that was getting me through was the fact that 
we all would have given this to each yes. other. Yes. Like, it could have it been any of us. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been any of us. Yeah. Easily. Um, and so I took them off. Still could. It took a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's true. It yep. took a couple of minutes for them to dissolve off. Yeah. Uh, to use this like whole mm-hmm. solution and thing. And uh, But mm-hmm. once they came off, it was like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. It was like I could breathe again. Like it was. Wow. It was, wow. Yeah. This is you at 5, 5 a.m. or something, like undoing your nails. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was 6 a.m. at that point. Oh, so did you, you didn't get back to sleep after that, after the adrenaline rush? No, I couldn't get back to sleep at that point, no. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Just uh, the smell of nail polish remover running through my nostrils. and um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Relatable. I, I'm sure there's many people listening to this right now thinking, oh, boo-hoo, you know, the straight yep. man felt weird wearing fake nails. And make no mistake, that's exactly yep. what happened. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what it was. I uh, I made it eighteen hours out of the uh, so less than half wow. of the time yeah. of forty eight. Um, so funny. And I just kind of find it funny that after what twenty one episodes of this, this is the one that broke me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, surprised. What else have you had to do? Uh, what else have I had to do? Heaps of stuff. A bunch of yeah. a bunch of stuff. Weird that stuff. Was... Like Alex Jones was a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and that was pretty bad. Um, I can't really think of many off the top of the head, but. Um, yeah, I, and yeah, I feel like you've done worse things than this. Uh, for sure, on paper, for sure. And I went in so confident as well. That's mm. the other thing. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, you know, like Bell was like, "Okay, do you want to do some things before we put them on? Because you're not going to be able to do anything afterwards." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'll be fine. Like, I have some work to do. I'll just be tired. <clears> I'll be fine." <throat> Nuh-uh. And uh, as soon as they were on, like, it just sent me for a spin. Like. Yeah, for sure. Just, uh, I mean, that's the thing about this show. Like my, you know. Uh, Let's let's put Love Shack aside. My my least favorite was Ginkgo Biloba, but it's so innocuous, mm. you know, like there's nothing mm-hmm. to it. But for some reason, mm. it just, That's a good it point. just rubbed me the wrong yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, look, I don't want to end on that sort of sad uh, downer of a note. So uh, here are the top twelve worst things to do while wearing fake nails. <laughs> okay, have <laughs> testicles. <laughs> uh, number twelve, typing. Yep. <laughs> number eleven, blowing your nose. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Number ten, doing burpees. Had to do a few of those. Whoa. Backyard okay. work over here. Oh, okay. Yep. Number yep. nine, doing up buttons. Yeah. Wow. Uh, All right. Almost. Uh, probably should have been high, to be honest. Doing up. Practically buttons. impossible. Yep. <laughs> Uh, number eight, washing my hands. Oh, number, yeah. number seven, drying my hands. Oh, God. They're basically little bacteria shovels. <laughs> number six. <laughs> little Petri dishes, every one of them. Number six, washing myself. <laughs> number five, drying myself. <laughs> uh, number four, opening anything. Uh-huh. Uh, number three, opening cans. Oh, no, <laughs> Even worse. Yes. Special Mm-mm. category. Uh, number two, not being able to recognise your own hands. Like, you oh, know how you say, like, yeah, I know this place like the back of my hand? <laughs> yeah. It felt like another person's hands I was looking at. It was bloody bizarre. Whose hands are on my thigh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, of course, number one, putting your pin in an FBOS machine. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. I just I used to be a checkout chick at Woolies and I used to always just laugh at these women that would just like awkwardly <laughs> have to press <laughs> these numbers down with their weird yeah. sort of nail, fake yeah, nail fingers. for sure. And I... <laughs> I went and bought some drinks while I had my nails on and uh, did, did, did my pay pass, was on my way out. And they're like, oh, no, it's $110. You need your pin. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that sucks. You <laughs> almost got away with it, too. I always got away without anyone noticing I had these huge wow. fake nails on. Hundred- and then I had to awkwardly... <laughs> uh, and that's that's my story, guys. Um, oh, well, beauty is, beauty is pain. Yep. <laughs> that's what they say. That's the moral of the story, I yeah. suppose. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So I guess, you know, I might be ugly, but I'm sure comfortable doing it. Great stuff. <laughs> I 
Uh, what's your rating there, Matt? Um, my rating system is out of two. I'm giving it a negative one. Oh, a negative wow. one. That is the lowest. It was the lowest. Oh, I'm not proud. I'm not proud that I gave you this one. Lower than it could possibly go. Wow. Yeah. Can I ask, seeing yeah. as you've now installed the negatives into this, this uh-huh. does it only go down to two? Or does it go down further than that? Well, because I say I gave my the calling my mum one a three, and now I've given this a negative one. So yeah. now I guess it's technically out of five. I out guess. of four. Well, zero is a. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, zero minus one so zero. Just like yeah. a negative. Anyway, I don't know. Look, it's my system. Fuck off. I can do it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. Very true. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, last week, Stuart, I gave you the enviable task, if you say so, of writing a porn parody. That does not currently exist. That's right. <clears throat> Welcome, guys, to Wood Rocket Studios. Thanks very much for coming. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for having us, yeah. Um, now, we're just going to do a little bit of a, a read through today. Uh-huh. Um, so, has, has everyone got their scripts? Um, I've got mine. Uh, um, yeah, I've got yep. mine here. Yep, excellent. Now, uh, uh, we've only got the, the three of us today. Um, there will be more more people filling out the roles when we finally get around to, to shooting this, uh, this brand new porn parody. Um, and now, uh, Dave, uh, can I get you to, to read the mm-hmm. role of uh, uh, our main character uh, who we follow through this porn parody? Okay, no problem. Uh, so can you, can you read for Robot Williams, please? That'd be cool. Okay, can do. Excellent. And um, Chris, yeah? uh, I'm going to get you to read uh, just for a few roles. Okay. Um, basically every other role. So uh, I'm going to get you to read for, <laughs> um, I'm gonna get you to read for <laughs> Sam Neill. Uh-huh. Um, I want you to read for Little Tits. Okay. Uh, I want you to read for Sexpert. Yep. Yeah, uh, I need you to read for Big Pusey. Okay, yeah. Uh, also, you can read for Chairwoman of the World Congress. Okay, yeah. Um, and mm. I will play uh, Tits and Nurse because okay. uh, they're, they're very small roles. And also, uh, throughout the read through, I'll, I'll read out the uh, the stage directions. Okay. Here we go, guys. The opening credits. We hear energetic classical music playing, followed closely by the sound of whirring science fiction machinery. While the opening credits fade in and out in digital font, images appear of mechanical arms in an assembly line, constructing a humanoid-looking machine. The viewer cannot quite make out what is being assembled, but it is clearly of a sexual nature, (coughs) as the robotic arms attach boobs, dildos, fleshlights, anal plugs, artificial cavities, orifices and ball sacks in various locations across the metal humanoid construction. As the camera slowly zooms out to reveal a larger snapshot of the robot being built, the following words appear on the screen. In the year 2025, every household will have access to the latest in stimulatory technology. This brave new scientific advancement is known as... The camera now reveals the full form of our titular character. The final title card appears in large block letters. Bisextennial can. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Cut to scene uh, one. Sam Neill, Tits and Little Tits are standing in their family living room wearing swimwear, looking at the inactive form of the bicentennial can. Really quickly. This is Bicentennial Man, right? Mm. The Robin Williams film Bicentennial yes. Man. Wow. <laughs> yes, the porn parody of Bicentennial Man. man. The porn wow. parody of Bicentennial Man. The world man. was asking for it. Uh, Finally. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to take Sam Neill's line, uh, please, Chris? Yes, yes, I will. <clears throat> well... Shall we turn it on, girls? They nod in excitement. Sam Neill activates the sex bot. Greetings. I am NDR167, model number 45589, but you may refer to me as Robot Williams. 
Am I assume these sexy organisms are one's new sex family? Yes, Robert Williams. I am Sam Neill, and these are my super hot 18 plus stepdaughters, tits and little tits. This is weird. I hate this. I think it's kind of sexy. One give an introduction. Sorry. Sorry, can I redo that line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, sir. Shall one give an introductory presentation to the functions one provides? Of course, Robert Williams. Go ahead. From the top of Robot Williams' head appears a projector which plays a hologram graphically depicting the imagery of the presentation. The Bisex Daniel can is a fully customizable, reconfigurable sex bot perfect for the household stimulation. Any number of mouths, hands, feet, dildos, boobies, sphincters, and virginies can be attached or detached from one's person to optimize individual pleasure. One can also customize the level of suction and resistance on any given orifice. Note the three laws of sex botics. <laughs> Law number one, a sex bot must never leave a human unsatisfied. Law number two, a sex bot must obey all human commands no matter how dirty. Law number three, a sex bot must protect its sexiness except when this conflicts with the first two laws. There is a moment of awkwardness. I've never been less turned on in my life, Stu. (laughs) Robot Williams, never do that again. Okay. (laughs) My hot motherless stepdaughters, <laughs> would, would you like to take Robert Williams, Robot Williams for a ride? No, I think it's gross. Oh, come on, tits. Let's have a little fun with our new toy. Okay, I guess I will then. Would tits and little tits like to begin with feather touch or smash mode? <laughs> the sisters look at each other knowingly. Fade to smashing. Oh, my God. After, after many positions and synthetic eruptions, we zoom in on the bisextennial can's face. It is clear that Robot Williams is having complicated and creative thoughts. There is a hint of sadness behind his sexbotic eyes. Cut two, scene two. Little Tits is lying on the beach, playing with a collection of small glass vibrators. They look fragile. Robot Williams approaches with curiosity. What are these, Little Tits? Oh, man. Oh, these are my glass vibrators. <laughs> Fucking hell. They're for orgasming, you know, <laughs> like you do for us. But they're an older model, I guess. An orgasm. This is somehow worse than the nails. This is, <laughs> this is rough. Yeah, it's, I don't get into this. You asked for it, man. I didn't think it would be this deep lore. How can you be a sex bot and not know what an orgasm is. One is programs to administer stimulation not to receive it, unfortunately. Positronic dicks and vaginis are not equipped with the neural transmitters required for nutting. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Would you like to hold my favourite glass dildo? Of course. Of course, little tits. <laughs> She hands the glass vibrator to him and in his clumsy dildo fingers, he drops it and it shatters on a piece of driftwood which is the only hard surface on the beach and just happens to be underneath his hand. That was my favourite one. I hate you, Robot Williams. Fade to scene three. Wow. Robot Williams is poring over a book with the title Morning Wood and How to Use It. He begins working at a lathe, and after a woodworking montage, he holds up a perfect wooden replica of the glass vibrator. Robot Williams enters Little Tit's room as she is sleeping and leaves it on the bed. As soon as she leaves, she wakes up and notices the wooden vibrator. She holds it up and is happy with it. (laughs) Cut to scene four. Sam Neill is sitting in his study reading a Hustler magazine. Robot Williams enters. Master Sam, what is an orgasm? 
And would it be possible for a sex bot such as myself to reach climax? Robert Williams, it is clear that you are sexually synthetic anomaly. <laughs> I want you to give up all your sexual duties to this household and travel the world to find your orgasm. Thank you, Master Sam, ne- Sam Neil. I've had to four oh four her up. This interaction has maximized plot advancement and cut out at least forty five minutes of unsexy exposition. How can I ever make it up to you, Master Sam Neil? Sam Neil holds up a rubber ass attachment with the bisextennial can branding on it. Oh, I'm sure we can think of something. Fade to smashing. Oh my god. <laughs> Cut Fade to smashing. Cut to scene five. A title appears which reads, Many Years Later. Robot Williams is wandering with a backpack through the lively streets of San Francisco. He spots another sex bot with a slightly smaller waistline. She is dancing and hollering sexually at passers-by. She dances her way back to a small warehouse which reads, Sexpert Industries. Robot Williams follows her into the factory, mesmerised by her exposed wiring and gyrating hip attachments. Sexpert is busy inventing something at a workbench covered in different lubrications and various knobs and clitoral attachments. He looks up at Robot Williams. Ah, I've seen you've taken to my custom-designed sex bot. Yes, she is the only other sex bot I've met who shows signs of autonomous promiscuity like me. Would you like me... Would you like to see how naughty she gets? The sexpert picks up an impact drill. Robot Williams nods. Fade to the sexpert and the skankbot smashing. This lasts for 15 minutes. The fault, the fade. At the, at the end, yeah, it's always, always a crossfade. <laughs> Fifteen minutes is just getting gradually darker. <laughs> always a crossfade. Yeah. At the end, the skankbot makes noises as if she has climaxed. Robot Williams is astounded by this. He turns to Sexpert, who is putting his trousers back on. Have you installed the ability to orgasm in this model? Yes, I have. However, it is only is only simulated. Pleasure is almost impossible to transmit through electromagnetic signals. She simply vocalizes. She does. Not feel, but I can see from your expressionless face that you wish to feel a true orgasm. <laughs> yes, that is the premise. With your sexbotic intelligence and these synthetic clits and dicks I make, <laughs> perhaps we could make attachments that would enable you to not only screw, but to nut as well. Just like a proper human. I already have the schematics. Let us begin. A montage takes place where we see Sexpert making alterations to Robot Williams, attaching a layer of skin along with penises and virginies, testing them with various sexual instruments. As the montage progresses, Robot Williams has more and more genuine reactions to the tickling, penetrating and fondling, until finally the montage ends with Robot Williams lying on the workbench, having just nutted and shaking from climax. I got oil all over myself. Yes, sorry about that. I'll get a rag. No. Leave it. It makes me feel alive. I <laughs> cut to... I'm, I'm feel sick. <laughs> cut to scene six. Hell. A title appears on the screen which reads, Many Years Later, again. I had nothing to do with this, just quickly, all right? Yeah. Dave recommended it, you did it. I've just been pulled into this thing unwillingly. I mean, okay, you didn't have to put this much effort into it, but I'm appreciating it. Robot Williams is once again standing in the living room of his old family home. A girl comes down the stairs wearing lingerie. She looks very much like Little Tits. Little Tits? It's so wonderful to see you after all these years. I'm not Little Tits. My name is Big Pussy. Fucking hell. It's how it's spelt. <laughs> little Tits is my step-grandmother. You have been gone for a long time, Robot Williams, and Little Tits is now dead. 
Although she spoke very fondly of you. There's a nice little wordplay there. Fondly. Time is very confusing for bisextennial sex bots. Could we perhaps, in the final moments of this film, achieve the same level of familiarity and intimacy that your step-grandmother and I had all those years ago? Yes, Robert Williams, I love you. I love you too, big pussy. You remind me so much of sweet little tits, Sal, so I can totally nut now. Fantastic. (laughs) Fade to passionate smashing, which ends with Robert Williams gloriously, messily, achingly and blissfully orgasming. Cut to scene seven. A title appears on the screen, which reads, Many Years and Orgasms Later. An aged-looking Robot Williams and Big Pusey are sitting in reclining hospital beds holding hands. On the wall in front of them, a projection of the World Congress appears, which is full of official-looking people wearing arseless chaps and ravewear symbolic of their respective countries. <laughs> the chairwoman of the World Congress makes a formal address that is televised around the globe. We convene here today... To vote upon whether or not the Congress, uh, the World Congress, will recognise the orgasm of a non-biological entity, namely Robot Williams Unit NDR one six seven. In previous hearings, we have denied the legitimacy of synthetic nut busting due to the complicated nature of posture. Positronic. Positronic genitalia, and of course, the disconcerting immortality of sex bots. However, now we know when a machine undergoes orgasmic alterations, it can totally die. In light of this information, the World Congress votes unanimously to recognise the orgasms of Robot Williams as full-blown human nutbusts. There is cheering and celebrating in the World Congress Hall as a huge orgy breaks out. We cut back to Robot Williams, whose eyes have just closed. We cut to his hand, which softly lets go of Big Pussay's. He has passed on. A super hot nurse enters, and Big Pussay turns to her. He's gone. Did he hear the announcement? Perhaps he didn't need to. Perhaps his orgasms were always just that. Human. Sentimental music plays, and we fade to black as Big Pussay and the super hot nurse begin to smash. <laughs> As the, f- as the music finds its resting point, a final title appears. Bisextennial Man, based on the book by Isaac Asimov. Credits <laughs> roll, the end. Listen, listen. In my, in my last segment, I said I don't want to oh. yuck anyone's yums. But yuck if this is your oh, yum, yuck. <laughs> yuck. Yuck. Consider no, this- it yucked. This is definitely not my yum. Um, well, wow. I'll tell you what, it was, pretty, that was, was pretty fun to write. That was incredibly <laughs> visceral, but funny. It was funny. I also want to do a shout out to uh, Nicholas Murray, uh, mate of the show, uh, for giving that suggestion. Huh? Yeah, that no, was a great one. Um, oh, and it actually, it took me a lot longer to find a porn parody that doesn't exist than it did to write it. <laughs> so, this is the real right. part two to this question. I'm sorry, mm. this recommendation is that you had to do some pretty extensive research. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't enjoy the research part of it. And, and when I said welcome to Woodrock at Studios, that is not a joke. It's literally a company that specialises in porn parodies and they've no. done a lot. So that was, my research was just there. And, and there's a few other companies that do it, but like going through, going through the, uh, the, the absolute, the, the really like 
disheartening back catalogue yeah. that Wood Rocket has. Um, do you guys want to hear some of the, the standout titles that I... I yeah, go on. Suppose you better, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Ten-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah. <laughs> um, Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers. Oh, wow. Fap, fap to the Future. Classic. Okay. Um, oh, my... Oh, Strokemon. Oh. Uh. Oh, no. Oh. oh, a little bit of Shakespeare. A Midsummer Night's Cream. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, E3. E3, the E.T. one. The extra text testicle. Uh, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> it's a decent. Sponge knob square nuts. <laughs> That's good. That is good. <laughs> my rating system is out of a possible 30 stars. 10 for experience, 10 for spiritual growth, and 10 no. stars for stars. I actually had a lot of fun writing it, and also I got to rewatch Bicentennial Man, which, you know, I enjoy. Yeah, it. I've never seen it. As a film. No, it's, it's oh, very it's, good. It's, it's fun, yeah. Yeah, and if you, if you go back and watch the film, it my porn parody pretty pretty closely follows what happens. I, I remember yeah. like that one bit. I liked that reference to how he drops the little glass horse yeah. on the one rock on the yeah. beach. <laughs> yeah, I was like, even when I watched it, when I was like, hey, I was like, what? Yeah. There's only could have dropped if like two centimeters to the left, it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, so I did enjoy writing it. That that was fun. So it gets eight eight stars out of ten for experience. Uh, zero spiritual nice. growth this week. Absolutely none. Fair enough. And um, Fair enough. four stars, I'm going to give it two stars because uh, yeah, I nah. just don't don't want anyone to make it. Don't make this. If it, if it gets above ten stars, legally, Hard Rocket or whatever the hell it was, Rocket. Studios has to make yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Tell you what, Bicentennial Man, sorry, Bicentennial Can, yeah. um, still better <laughs> than Fateful Findings. I'll give it that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Nice. David. Yeah. Last week, I recommended that you eat one of those weird frozen microwavable cheeseburgers. Simple, simple, effective. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's great. It's a good recommendation. And um, boys, I've got a little bit of a. I thought I thought I might add a new segment to the show. This is the thing where I just eat this cheeseburger right goddamn now on on the podcast. Good. Excellent. I move the microwave out of the kitchen. You're kidding. Onto my desk. <laughs> Did you? You got it right there. And so I'm going to go do this now. Yep, that's right. Awesome. That's right now. Microwave. 1,000 watts. Here are the directions mm-hmm. in case anyone's playing at home for the on-the-menu <laughs> cheeseburger. Remove contents from carton. Open bag and remove frozen product from tray. Just quickly, uh, please don't read the ingredients because I think it would be more disgusting than the porn parody. <laughs> <laughs> Heat on high at 1,000 watts for two minutes and then remove from microwave. Allow it to stand for two minutes and serve. Just excuse me, gents, would you? Yeah, yeah. Two minutes is not a long time. No, it's not. I, uh, and if it's from frozen, I'm imagining it's still going to be like hard in the middle. You'd assume so, but I guess not. Like frozen, frozen, bread, frozen bread is, is a thing. Oh, for sure, like, it's a you thing. You can freeze bread like, at home. I don't, I don't trust. Like I go frozen bread straight into the toaster. Yes. Like yes, you're right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave it on the bench or put it in the microwave. Yeah. It's just going to turn into duck food. <laughs> um, well, Dave's got a sort of duckish energy about him, so. Yeah, <laughs> oh, more of goose. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's goose food. <laughs> We've started something here, boys. Um, so basically, what I've done this week, in order to prepare for this task, I've been doing a little bit of research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that research was took the form of uh, me googling uh, what criteria do they use to award Michelin stars. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I've learned some some really interesting stuff about the Michelin stars. Tire company. Um, basically. 
Sorry? It's invented by the tyre tire company, Michelin. Genuinely is the tyre company, that's right. Yeah. Oh! Um, I always thought they were just the same name, but it's the same company. Yeah, so did I. Right. Sort of encouraged to uh, encourage people to sort of go around and try different restaurants and drive more, thereby using their tyres more. Wear out their tyres. Thereby they need more tyres. Uh, kind of weird uh, logic. Uh, that's clever. The, it is kind of weird logic, yeah. <laughs> So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through all of the criteria that I, I find for, uh, like, how to critique food. Oh, yeah. Yeah? And we're going to, we're going to run through them together, okay. and then I'll assign yep. it a rating at the end. Oh, that's nice. It's good. As if this was a restaurant. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I yep. can't think of a better dining experience, really. I know. At home. <laughs> in pure darkness. Ready in four minutes. <laughs> two microwave minutes. Zooming with two friends. I'm starting to feel ill thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, a lot of lot of visceral content this week. There's a lot of body horror. Uh, yeah. Yep. Here we go. We've got this uh, burger right here. Ooh. Got a very spongy looking sesame seed bun on top. Oh. Um, some very curious uh, red and yellow in there. I believe that's cheese oh. and tomato sauce. Uh, and then we've got um, what looks to be some beef, mm-hmm. possibly. Possibly. Uh, and then underneath, God. we have another half a bun. Just to round yeah. out that picture there. See, you've got to assume there's more nutrition in one of those like little trolley lolly burgers. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a pretty safe assumption. Than this thing. They'd keep you going for longer, yeah. Easier to keep down. Yeah. Um, so basically the first thing that you need to know uh, is that when, you, when you're uh, critiquing food is you need to use all of your senses. Okay. You can't just use taste. You have to use touch, smell, oh. uh, hearing, I guess. It doesn't sound like much. <laughs> you get some foley here. Yeah. Perfect. That's that's unreal. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yep. Um, my, my sense of touch mm-hmm. um, is quite overwhelmed. Um, it feels like this burger is made out of lava. Ooh. Oh, yeah? Um, it's very, very hot. Yep. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Smell. It smells... It it's weirdly doesn't have a smell. Okay, that's, that's a bit worrying. I see, yeah. Um, unless it smells exactly like my room already does, which is a worry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Either way, it's kind of like living on a farm, you know. Uh, and I guess I'll, I guess I'll do the big one. I'll, I'll go for taste. Oh, big bite! Oh, big god. bite! Oh god! Look, it looks hot. It oh, sounds it, hot. It looks grey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. How you going, Dave? Speak to us. Speak to us. Can you hear us, Dave? He's lost his hearing. Dave. Um, okay, so first impressions, yeah. it kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not right. that great. Funny that. Okay. See, now there was, there was a world in which Dave actually liked this. There was, there was a realistic chance that this would actually taste okay and Dave would actually like the taste. Yeah. yeah. Um, it seems like that hasn't happened. Though he has taken a second bite. Uh, yes. I'm taking it, well, I said that I would eat. You told me to eat it, so I have to eat the whole thing. Oh yeah, I reckon you're gonna. I'm gonna yeah. do that. So there's gonna be really good audio for this um, for this yeah. podcast that we're doing. Um, second bite was slightly better. I don't know if it's just that they killed all my taste buds that were tasting the stuff that I didn't like, but um, it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. Possibly mm. could could be just like cask wine. It's like it's you've already gotten through the shit glass, and the second glass is a bit okay. Yeah, yeah. The second elementary reviewing food is to evaluate for balanced flavors. Okay. Um, uh huh. Um, there's a pretty, it's pretty even balance. Um, it's split between um, cardboard 
and flour. Okay. Pretty evenly balanced. Yeah. Wait, the the um the ingredient or the plant? <laughs> ingredient. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the next one is identify layered flavors. Right. Um just quickly, my sincerest apologies to those with uh, mesophilioma and are really struggling listening to Dave eat right now. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Oh, you know how people are really like get sort of like freaked out like listening to people eat. Yeah. True. What's it called? I didn't know that there was a name yep. for that. Uh, mesophilioma, I believe. Meso- um, how did you just pull that just then? I'm a smart guy. Yeah. Okay. You know what the sad thing is? The people with, uh, what do you call it? Meso- mesoph- mesophilioma. I think that's Mes- it. I could be a real idiot right now. Me- well, the, the people with mesophilioma won't ever listen to this and know what actually afflicts them because they have definitely signed out by now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they're, oh, yeah. they're gone. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of really horrid shit in this episode that people have probably just checked out of anyway. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's the good thing. Um, texture and temperature is the next one. Oh, yeah. Um, temperature is really, really, really hot. Uh-huh. But now, even in the last, you know, 30 seconds, it's become quite cold already. Wow. Oh, Oh, God. You know, which I kind of like. It's a little bit of an adventure. Yeah. It's a, a roller coaster. Uh-huh. Maybe it'll heat up again. Was the before it cooled down, was the heat evenly dispersed or was there is there like a spot in the middle where it's like still a bit frozen? No, it's quite it's quite evenly heated actually. Okay. You know? Right. Yeah. I think it's probably because it's a circular food. Yeah. You know? Um, so it just kind of heats heats evenly, you know. Sure, um, yeah, sure. Maybe. That's science, right? Um, I believe microwaves actually uh, just like create friction in the water molecules, but you know, I guess yeah, sure, it's a circle. Um, and the big one here is texture. Now, mm. the one thing that I want to discuss here is that the top bun, perfect, perfect top bun, really yep. perfect, top you know? notch top bun. Yep, the, the bit, the cheese and the meat. You know, like the meat is whatever. It's burger, burger kind of texture, al dente. That's <laughs> 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 what you want. Yeah, craft single is al dente. <laughs> It's got like a cheese, a cheesy, a cheesy stretchy element as well. Uh, but then the bottom bun is so hard. Oh, it's really hard. Are you sure that's not the plate? <laughs> it's just a coaster. Yeah, I'm just eating off a plate. It's really interesting. Um, I'm kind of, I'm starting to really enjoy. Really? This. Yeah, I knew it. I knew this had happened. Mm. Wow. Okay. Um, Dave, I'm, I'm not sure where this factors into the Michelin star of it all. But um, mm. something that uh, affects my judgment of where to eat and if it's good is uh, the bill. Mm. What'd you have to? What'd you have to That's pay for this point. bad boy? Mm. This bad boy sent me back a cool six bucks. Six, six fucking dollars. You're joking. No, cost me six bucks. <laughs> you are kidding me. No, it's what it cost me. That sucks. I am flabbergasted. And yeah, it's that sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But it's a lot cheaper than a lot of other burgers. Um, to be fair, there's um, a reason for that. I, I mean. Not a Macca's burger. Like, that's like a meal at McDonald's. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I, I guess you're paying for the convenience, but, like, also... McDonald's is kind of more convenient. Con- yeah, McDonald's is way more convenient. Because I had to go exactly. to Woolies to get this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You still have to wait for two minutes in the microwave, like... I actually had to drive yeah. past a McDonald's to get this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have hurt. So it's that just, it's just the, the convenience factor just isn't there at all. No. And yet and, and I keep coming back to this cardboard taste. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and do they, they, they come in only packets of one, right? So you can't even like go bulk and get it for, for cheap. No. That sucks. I'm sure if you go no. straight to the company, they'll sort something out if you, if you really want to go bulk. Uh, hey guys, I've got this really good idea. Hey, uh, is that, sorry, is that on the menu? Yeah, that's me. Um, 
Hey, I just thought I had this crazy idea, and I don't know if your your taste scientists are ready for this, but um, two, two in a, <laughs> one box, two, yeah, double double burger in a box. What do you reckon? <laughs> Same box, but just put two in there. They'll hang up on you straight away, Dave. Don't even try. A maybe the, maybe the, they know their demographic and the people that are easing these frozen microwavable burgers aren't the kind of people who are, you know, out sharing meals. Mm, 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 well, mm, also, mm. really quickly, you said the name of the company was on the menu. Well, it's not a good name, is it? In what weird dystopian world is frozen cheeseburgers on the menu? <laughs> <anyway>? <laughs> maybe the cinema, you know, they, they do burgers. They must be frozen. Truly. For sure, 100%. <laughs> I reckon it's just so dads can make jokes. Hey kids, guess what's on the menu tonight? <laughs> it's the, Bloody, it's it's the same shit. You know I can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell your mum when you go back to her place. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> it's too real. Um, I'm going for the last bite, gents. Why don't you just talk amongst yourselves? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, right into the microphone. Disgusting. Oh, just fast forward, people. If you we, if you we need can't to. afford to lose listeners. That's true. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Feeling feel good, mate? That was not a healthy sounding sound. I win. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Yeah, you won, man. My Everest. You feel that in your taste buds? That's vic- the taste of victory, mate. Yeah. Yep, that's the, that's the sound of satisfaction. I think I, if I chewed on my tongue right now, it's so numb from the heat and the taste. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. Oh, I wouldn't know. I'm going to give it a 99. No. What? Um, <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Michelin. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's actually a very strong um, guide, basically. So you can get zero to um, three stars. The way that they define it, so the majority of, uh, the grand, grand majority, 99.9% of restaurants don't even get a Michelin right. star, right? So they say a Mich- to get one star is just a very good restaurant. Yeah. So if you're in the area... When you happen to be there and you walk past it, and it's like, oh crap, we should definitely go in here. Right? Yeah, yeah. Two is excellent cooking. It's worth a detour. So if you're already in the area, you're like, oh, well, we'll go, we'll go this way a little bit, but not if it's gonna like, you're not gonna travel specifically. Mm. Right? Okay. To get three stars signifies a trip that is exceptional cuisine that is worth a special journey. So you yep. would go straight to somewhere specifically to have a meal there, have this meal, and wear out those tires. Wear out those tires. Right. right. Okay. This one's getting minus one stars because my veins are on fire. Mm. <laughs> I feel like the amount of cholesterol that's just like suddenly gone through my veins into my arteries, yeah. just so much of it that it may actually have just knocked out the rest of the cholesterol in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it might have just cleared me out, which is actually a good thing, I guess. Nonetheless, it's the- maybe I should just die at 30 <laughs> if, if you have the option. Die at 30. Don't, don't eat one of these bags. I know I'm giving a real mixed message, but that's just how I'm feeling in yeah. the moment. I'm having a uh-huh. rollercoaster on emotion yeah. because I enjoyed it, but I enjoy a lot of things that are bad for me. You know? yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. It sounds like your cholesterol is like a Newton's cradle and the burger is just on either side knocking yeah. back and forth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Oh, there are. This is playing havoc with my vena cava. There are people who would not have survived this podcast <laughs> if they if put in our That's shoes. True. Not to not to toot our own tr- trumpets, but like that looked horrifying. That looked pretty bad. Horrifying. It's the kind of thing that's like, you know when you're a kid and then you develop a taste for a food that mm-hmm. j- like you keep going back to it when you're an adult because it's you have a good 
connotation with oh. it. You have a good association with it. Yeah, yeah. I- instant but mash. Like no me, one else. You couldn't get an adult. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Sorry. What was? What's yours, Chris? Instant mash. I think. Instant mash. Okay. Yeah. Like Deb. Like Deb yeah, mashed Deb. potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Wow. Right. I think mine. Mine is um, boss. Big boss. What? The gum. Nah. The uh, the cinnamon sticks. Oh. What? Big boss. Don't worry. Big red. It's a, it's a lolly called Big Boss. Big Boss. Yeah. Big Boss. Hang on. Okay. Um, mine was just like, uh, like just plastic cheese slices, just Ooh. by himself. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love them. I, I love them. Yeah. You know, and that did have a plastic cheese slice on it, so that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really up in the air. I don't really know how to give it a, a rating because it was, it was, it was quite pleasant in some ways, and it was really, really unpleasant in other ways. Mm. I guess I'm gonna have to. That makes sense. I'll just give it something around the middle, right? I guess so. Yeah, I guess. So, forty-six. We've got. Exam day, personality quiz. Mm-hmm. 50, we've got the bushwalking Canberra. Mm-hmm. 55, we've got whittling my own image. So it has to fall somewhere in there. Right. So what you're saying is it was much better than planting a pumpkin seed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that not obvious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it 49. Cool. 49. Sure. On the menu, off the menu, home time burger. It's surprisingly high, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I'm so conflicted. I want to give it like 10 or like less than that. And yeah. I want to give it, you know, 80 plus at the same time. But mm-hmm. yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I need to let my just arteries figure out whether or not I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys want to just watch a movie quietly while my body figures it out? That's a great idea. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, can we get some boss, boss sticks? Uh, some big boss, please? Look, I don't think that boss exists. Sticks, if... No, it's out there. It's a Woolies. Yeah. It's fine. And also, now that I think about it, I think that might be why I have a dead tooth. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Well, not anymore, bud. <laughs> Ready for more boss sticks. <laughs> Lead us through back, craze. Lead us through back, craze. Ah! Welcome to Family Movie Night. This is where we watch 10 seconds of Home Alone, starring Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. It's, it's, you may have heard of it. You may have heard of it. We've uh, watched 10 seconds of it every episode for the last 20 episodes, this being episode 21. That's right. But before we can watch this stunning film, we're going to have to watch the trailers. Oh, do we have to? Can't we just get some food while that's happening? We're watching the trailers. Shut up. Fine. Hey. <laughs> Well, hello everyone and welcome to Kick the Cool. You've done it, you found it in the giant sea of cool podcasts that are out there. You found the one that kicks the cool to the curb and it's a great place to be. I'm your little, little brother, Wopsle. I'm your big sister, Shishi. I am the biggest little brother, Tone. Kick the Cool is a new podcast that gives you the reviews you didn't know you needed. And I am going to review Weird Al Yankovic. We have taken a solemn vow to give you the most friendly, heartfelt, and helpful reviews. I'm going to review new label (laughs) technology. You've ever heard so you can live your life to the fullest. (laughs) (laughs) My face hurts real bad after that one. (laughs) (laughs) This is a devastating. (laughs) 
Hey guys, if you're enjoying the show, uh, there is a way to support us. It's quick, easy and painless. Uh, you can buy us a coffee or two or three. Uh, it's only like three bucks or six or nine, whatever you can give. Obviously, it's crazy time, so only give if you can. But if you are enjoying the show, uh, head on over to www.ko-fi.com forward slash the pool boys and uh, feel free to, to chuck us a couple of bucks so we can keep doing recommends, whether they be incredible gross like this week or uh, a little bit more wholesome like hopefully the next few weeks we'll see how we go though but uh, that is once again www.ko-fi.com forward slash the pool boys to help support the show thanks guys do you guys want to hear some trivia the movie's starting you hear some trivia oh yeah yeah oh, quick, quick, yeah, quick, yeah. Quick. What, do you, what do you got yeah what is i it? heard scientists have identified as many as five actors in home alone no that's yeah that's the bit? That's the I bit. Heard, I heard there's only four. No, they, they reckon there's a fifth one. Who? I, I mean, I can't see IMDb knocking this one back. That seems pretty legit. I mean... It's true. The most legit one yet, actually, yeah. This is the thing. I'm just trying to do ones that are true so they can't... They don't have a good reason to, to knock it back, you know? It's a good this angle. is my new tactic. <laughs> All right, let's watch. Let's do it. The scene opens up on uh, Macaulay Culkin just barreling the camera in his classic what is happening to me I'm too young to be dealing with this face mm-hmm. yeah. pack my suitcase yeah McCoy oh shampoo shampoo oh that's 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 um Kieran Tolkien over there wait okay. what whoa yeah, okay the- this is okay this is huge. Yeah. And that's actually Macaulay Culkin's brother. Is it? Yeah, oh, that's okay. right. Kieran Culkin. Okay. Yeah. Star of Succession and other things. I am lost this week. There was talk of shampoo. There was a cop on the screen. What is going on? Well, the, we've yeah. seen the cop before. Yes. Um, uh, he was directing traffic in the first little yes. bit. That's right. That's right. That's right. The first appearance of Fuller, played by Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran Culkin. Fuller. We've got to, we've got to assume this is a sort of a buddy comedy of sorts. Yeah, must be. Two must brothers be. sort of working together. Yeah, some sort of... Yeah, interesting. Mm, makes sense. Maybe he's in... Full House or something? I don't know. I'm more confused now than I was at the start, I've got to admit. I mean, maybe the next 10 seconds will clear everything up for us. I think so. I think wow. so. Wow. Well, guys, that's it for another week of reviews. It's time for another week of recommendations. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have some recommends. I might, I might start this one, if it's okay with you boys. Okay, yeah, go, go on, for it. I'm recommending for mm-hmm. you, Stuart. Yeah, yeah, you are. Stewie, Stewie, Stewie. Stewie, Stewie, Stewie. Mm-hmm. I want to... I do want to cloud this one in rules. I want... Uh, Okay. I want you to sort of, I don't know, I don't know. I want you to sort of just uh, 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 go where the wind takes you, I suppose. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. You know how much I hate wind. <laughs> <laughs> Literally before the podcast, you were complaining about wind for uh, quite a long time. Uh, I was. Stu, yeah. I recommend that you yeah. attempt to break a world record. You're kidding. Oh. You are kidding. Wow. I also okay. had this on the list for Stu. Really? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Well, cool. This is the way. I was going to give it to him because of the pumpkin thing. <laughs> oh, my um, my brain's doing backflips already. Yeah, I'll have a solid think and um and over- how many how many backflips can your brain do in one minute? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. I reckon I got that one in the bag. Much like um, much like the porn parody, I think this one will actually be mostly research. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I reckon it will be. It'll be trying to figure out what my skill set can actually achieve. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Mother world's best at something. Most frozen cheeseburgers. I wonder if there's a world record for how many new original porn parodies you can write in a mm, week. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've actually, actually, so in in researching this to give to you, Stuart. Um, oh yeah. I was looking up what it costs to actually get it assessed. 
Uh, and oh, it yeah. is way out of our price range. So oh, okay. this is going to be honorary. Really? Yes. All right. Sound, sounds good. Um, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. It is my turn to recommend for you, David Reynolds. Yeah, buddy. Davey, this week I want you to find what you're really passionate about. What's your, mm. what, what, what in the world makes you demand justice and change? Yes. And what I want Ooh. you to do is take that energy yes. and put it into the classic art form <laughs> of a beat poem. A, a beat poem. I want you to get, oh. to get, your, get your beat poet on. Oh, I want you to get yeah. fired up about shit. I want you to demand stuff from the world. Tell us yeah. how disgusting beauty is, all of the beat poet shit. And I want you to bring yes. it to us next week and slam us with a beat poem. Unbelievable. I'm so I'm glad psyched. I'm not doing I'm that. I'm so psyched. It's going to be yeah. so good. Hell yeah. Awesome. 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 <laughs> awesome. Okay, next. Sorry, I'm, it's me next. Chris, I'm giving it to you this week. Now, mm-hmm. I know that you had a bit of a rough go, a bit of a rough trot last week. So I yeah. want to give you a little bit more of a relaxing one. You know, something you can kind of sit in and just kind of do the opposite of what you were doing in bed at 5am, which is panicking. And this one, I'm going to give you a very, very relaxing uh, recommend this week. Okay. This week, Chris Eastlip, I want you to select an episode of Bob Ross's The Joy of Painting and paint along to it. All right. All right. Sounds great. Sounds like a plan. Uh, All right. I've done this once before, so... uh... I'm, I'm somewhat experienced, but I'll, I'll, I'll pick one. Do you, did you have an episode in mind? No, it's all yours, bud. All right, all right. I'll pick something out. Unreal. Oh, yeah. All righty. Well, those are our recommendations for next week. Make sure you tune back in to uh, keep up with the pool boys and how the recommends went. My name is Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Davey. And Chris, give me an easy one, please. I really, really want this. Take it away. Bop, bop. Bada, bada, bop, bop. Fucking girls, just want to have fun. Well done. He's broken the drought. He's broken the drought. Well done, Stu. Well done, Stu. Oh, it feels good. You totally stayed silent for me there, didn't you, Dave? Nah. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you next week. What a week, boys. What a week. What a week. So did you, you? You didn't get back to sleep after that. After the adrenaline rush, um, <laughs> with the smell of nail polish remover through my running through my nose. Oh, Chris is gone. Oh, it's happened. It's happened. Wait, what happened? Yep. We'll just keep recording. Oh no. Oh no, it's me. How are you going, Stu? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Oh Probably no. Probably better than Chris, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, seems seems like it. Yeah. The the frozen. Or maybe picture... he's just shut down because maybe. of this traumatic memory. He could have. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going off on some tangent himself right now. Fuck! Doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. He just thinks that there's. Oh. It's a, he just thinks it's a rare period of us not completely interrupting him constantly. <laughs> I mean, his. The funny thing is, his frozen image on the screen looks so. It looks so full of Chris, full of life. Yeah, it, it genuinely oh, looks like he's just listening conscientiously. Yeah. Now, David, Dave, you're the host now. It's just. I know. Welcome to Pool Boys Recommend, a show where two yep. boys have recommended. <laughs> two boys, that's it. I'm your host for this Zoom call. Um, Davey Reynolds. G'day, Stu. How you going? I'm doing bloody great. Oh.
Oh no, Chris is oh. back. Chris is back. Oh, he's hello, back. Hello, hello. Hey. He's back. He's, hey, he's back. back. He's back. He's back. Did you stop recording? No, I didn't. Well, yeah, we didn't okay, either. Okay, we didn't. We didn't nice. either. Great.